0: Hello, everyone. It's Dr. Shirley. Welcome to 15 Minutes of Fab, a segment of the Forever Fab podcast where I summarize the latest health, wellness, beauty, and plastic surgery news. If you don't have time to tune into my full-length podcast, tune in here and check out 15 Minutes of Fab. My aim is to engage you and serve as a credible and authoritative voice in all aspects of health, and wellness, and along the entire beauty spectrum, from lip gloss to the needle and to the scalpel. So that said, let's get at it. Question, what's going on? There's so many answers to this question, including a pandemic, persistent and pervasive racism, misogyny, police brutality, and pre-election chicanery. But I'm not even talking about those issues here today. I want to bring to light the not so pretty side of the beauty industry. Beauty is an over $500 billion industry. The Black hair care industry alone is worth more than $2.5 billion. While Black people are about 13 to 15% of the US population, at least according to the most recent US Census data and other sources, we as a community, spend more than that proportionally on beauty products. Yet, we remain underrepresented in regard to equitable economic opportunities within the beauty industry. We have not been, and are still oftentimes not, the decision makers or even participants in the decisions that often affect our communities disproportionately to the others. Here are some stats that I pulled from a site called Vox.com. And I quote, At Revlon, only 5% of employees are at the director level or above, and that 5% are Black, no more. At Sephora, just 6% of leadership roles are filled by Black people. L'Oreal, a global company with 12,000 U.S. employees, counts 8% who identify as Black at the executive level in America, and no Black people hold leadership roles at Glossier. End quote. Finally, a March 2019 study in the the quintessential plastic surgery scientific journal called Plastic and Reconstructive Surgery found that even though the percentage of all minority medical student graduates had increased over the past few years, Black representation has decreased amongst plastic surgery trainees and Latino representation made minimal to no changes. Why is that? Well, based on both personal and professional experience, I've got some pretty credible ideas as to why that still remains such a tragedy. But let's not lose sight of progress. We have come a long way. I am grateful for the companies that have made contributions for change. Aurora James's 15% pledge and those entities that have committed to it. Rihanna and the LVMH and Kendo brands-backed Fenty. Ella Gorgla and Carla Cara Sabin and their platform, 25 Black Women in Beauty, whose mission is to, quote, celebrate, elevate, and promote Black women in beauty through constructive, intentional collaboration and networking while inspiring one another toward our collective greatness, end quote. Despite these efforts and gains, I must still ask, what is the true color of beauty? The Merriam-Webster dictionary lists the various definitions and connotations of the word black, including, quote, characterized by the absence of light or reflecting or transmitting little or no light, or worse, quote, indicative of condemnation or discredit, end quote. We in the beauty industry must take the lead to redefine that black and beige and brown and color are indeed beautiful, and that these colors are in fact full of color, contribution, love, beauty, light, brilliance, radiance, resplendence, and so much more. So how am I sharing in this responsibility? What am I doing about the inequity? Well, for one, I exist and I represent. I am a woman of color in beauty and in plastic surgery. I know I am unique, one of few, and I hope I may help pave the way for more young women to enter this medical field. I'm also speaking out, not only in my personal and professional life, but publicly through this podcast. I created a new mini series, Be Star Beauty, on the 15 Minutes of Fab segment of the Fifth Forever Fab podcast to feature and highlight beige brown and black beauty brands that are owned and founded, created and manifested by women and people of color. The B-Star Beauty mini series is my way to honor and acknowledge those people and to share that beautiful creativity with the world. And there are numerous brands by people of color and more to come. So here and now, I will acknowledge many of these founders and brands, including but certainly not limited to Kristen Noel Crawley and her KNC Beauty, Ipara Skincare, Tahia Beauty, or maybe it's Dahia Beauty, Folk Beauty, Loving Culture Hair Care, Undefined Beauty, Nyakio Beauty, Unsun Cosmetics, We the People, Danessa Myrick's Beauty, Beneath Your Mask, Uhai Beauty, The Lip Bar, Lauren Napier Boot Beauty, Gold Beauty, Pat McGrath Labs, Pernova Nail Care, Hanahana Beauty, Urban Hydration, Clure, Abelove Apothecary, Brown Girl Jane, Hyper Skin, Plant Apothecary, Kubriquet K Skin Care, Piper Y, The Honey Pot, Anita Grant, Crayol Essence, Miss Jessie's, Briogeo, Rosen Skincare, Maison 276, Kanti Skincare, Jack's Skincare. Topical Skincare, Good Beauty, Michaud Beauty, Yell Skincare, Kyer Skincare, Marla Renee Skincare, Uomo Beauty, and Bolden. And I know there are so many more. I'm concluding this episode of 15 Minutes of Fab by asking you to reflect on this question. What may you do to live a more beautiful life by helping others to live more beautifully as well? Stay tuned to hear my product reviews on B-Star Beauty Brands on 15 Minutes of Fab on the Forever Fab podcast. As always, thank you and stay beautiful inside and out. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Forever Fab, the podcast on fashion, the art of living, and all things beauty, curated by Dr. Shirley Madir, MD. Live beautifully and help make the world a more beautiful place.